Hello everybody, it's me, that vegan Jedi. I know it's been a minute, I do apologize, but I was wrapping up my master's degree, so please say congratulations, I officially have my master's. I am officially a drug counselor, certified life coach. My bachelor's is in psychology, so I'm just making myself um, a better, more well-rounded individual. So, I'm back to the podcast. Now, this is going to be entitled Check Engine Light. And it's a series. And it's a series. This is episode one. Check Engine Light. Now, the check engine light I'm talking about is in regards to your body. Your physical body, not your car. Alright. So, high blood pressure, diabetes, asthma, fatigue, whether it's physical or mental. Um, erectile dysfunction, we can go on and on and on. Acne, blackheads, um, split ends, um, your nails not growing, nails being brittle or breaking easily. All of these are check engine lights. Your body lets you know when there's something not quite right with it. And it's asking you, hey, repair me. Okay. If the check engine light comes on in your car, you don't have any insurance, you don't have any money. You just keep driving, hoping that your financial situation will improve to the point where you can take your car in and have it checked out. And you keep crossing your fingers and hoping and praying it won't be too expensive to fix. Well, heart attacks are very expensive, okay? The time spent in the hospital, time away from work, not earning money, medicine, constant doctor visits, and all of this kind of stuff, strokes on and on and on that check engine light needs to be fixed as soon as possible now most people do have some realistic fear of going to the doctor because they fear bad news and so they put basically a band-aid on it so let's take a look at veganism and the role it plays in helping out with that now when I tell people I'm a vegan I get the argument. You know, it's not good for you. It's expensive. It's not easy to find because of propaganda, false information, brainwashing. All vegan means is it didn't come from an animal. Okay. So an apple is vegan. It came from a tree. Coffee is vegan until you add milk to it. Then it's vegetarian. But if you use a non-dairy milk, In your coffee, your coffee is vegan. Coffee is a bean that comes from a pod that grows on a tree. It's vegan. People complicate it. It's not complicated. It's actually the most simple thing out there. If it comes from nature and it grows on a tree or grows on a bush, it grows on the ground like a root, like a carrot, a potato, it's vegan. Okay, now, what I want to get into the the, 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 the the meat of it, no pun intended, are things that are naturally antibacterial, things that are naturally antiviral, and things that are naturally antimicrobial. Now, many people will argue with you and tell you that meat is very healthy, but there is nothing on this planet with four legs or two legs and two wings or fins 
that swimmy swim in the ocean that is naturally antibacterial, antiviral, or antimicrobial. So the list is long because there's actually over 2,000 edible plants on this planet and hundreds of them are medicinal. So let's get into something real simple like garlic, okay? Everyone has had garlic at some point, whether you put it on your pasta, whether you put it on your pizza, I know garlic parmesan chicken wings. Yes, garlic. Garlic is antibacterial and it's antiviral. Ginger is antibacterial and antiviral. And echinacea that you put in your herbal teas, or some people would just drink the herbal tea with just echinacea, you know, hot water. Maybe they'll put like a little lemon in it or honey, which I don't consider vegan. I use agave, which comes from the cactus plant, and it's alkaline forming, not acid forming, so it's better for the body. Okay, then you look at things like oregano. It is antibacterial and antiviral. So let's say you get yourself a vegan pizza, all right, and you put garlic on it, oregano, right, and you put some basil on it, you just put three things on there that are anti, um, two things that are antibacterial, two things that are um, antiviral, and one thing that is antimicrobial, basil is actually antimicrobial. So just by eating, you are fighting bacterial infections, viral infections, and microbial infections. Now let's take a look at mint. When you consume mint oil, it can be peppermint candy, spearmint, as long as it has mint oil in it. Once it's in your bloodstream, makes it into your lungs, it fights upper respiratory infections. It helps fight asthma and COPD, chronic obtrusive pulmonary disease. It helps you breathe. Asthma is on the rise in the United States. I mean, it is on the rise, especially amongst kids. Kids consume a lot of dairy. They go to public school and they're offering you milk to drink. They're offering you pizza. They're offering you macaroni and cheese. Okay, because of the stigma that you need calcium. Yes, you need calcium. You do not need dairy milk. You can get calcium from kale. You can get calcium from certain nuts. You don't need to consume dairy to get calcium. Calcium from dairy, from cow's milk, is acid forming, produces mucus in the body. Now, if you have mucus and inflammation, and your pancreas, that leads to diabetes, especially type two. If you have mucus and inflammation in your lungs, that's asthma. You see where we're going here? Okay, if you get it in your kidneys, you get it in your liver, so you want to get the mucus out. You want anything that is a decongestant. There is no animal product or byproduct that is naturally a decongestant. There's nothing that is a cost suppressant. Now you take pineapple. Pineapple has bromelain in it, which is a thousand times stronger than what you get in your cough syrup. So if you go right now to any pharmacy, it doesn't matter where you go, you get a cough syrup. 
the active ingredient or one of the active ingredients is going to be bromelain. But if you have high blood pressure, if you have diabetes, there are many cough syrups you cannot take. And if you're pregnant and on and on and on, all these other conditions in which you have to be very careful which cough syrup. Or you can literally go and get yourself a tablespoon of pineapple juice. 100% natural pineapple juice and it works better than the cough syrup because it has bromelain in it because that is a naturally occurring thing. When you are sick, fatigue, in pain, that is your body's check engine light saying, hey, there's something wrong with me. I need help. Please fix me. By consuming to eat meat, and not just meat, but large quantities of meat, you're making the situation worse. There is no reason outside of a genetic birth defect that any man or woman should drop dead in their 40s or 50s of a heart attack. That, and I used to work in the funeral industry, so I picked up plenty of people in that age range, 98% of them men. All right, so let's look at um, antimicrobial. We have Japanese honeysuckle, okay? These things are actually easy to get. All you gotta do is just ask around, okay? Another thing that you can get, garden sage, white sage. These are all antimicrobial, okay? Cold and flu season, you need things like this. Bee balm, it is a plant. All right, easy to get golden seal. They actually sell this in capsule form at Walmart because of how popular it is and how effective it is. Very, very effective. You can just go in and just buy golden seal at Target, Publix, any place that sells anything herbal. Okay, and then when it comes to Things that are antiviral, rosemary. A lot of people will use rosemary in everyday cooking, like with their chicken. Okay, oregano, sage, basil, fennel. A lot of people use those seeds, garlic, once again on the list. Lemon balm, peppermint, rosemary, echinacea, once again on the list. Sambucus, licorice, ginger, ginseng, dandelion, are all antiviral. So when the body is sick in any way whatsoever, is your is, is, is the body's way of saying, help me, please. Your check engine light is on. There's no amount of chicken or pork or beef or turkey or fish you can eat that's going to repair you. Plant-based. Now I'm gonna share with you a little bit of my own personal story. At my biggest, I was almost 600 pounds. Currently, I'm around 317 to 320. I've lost a lot of weight. I have glaucoma. I saw my eye doctor, my ophthalmologist, about a month ago. And he said that my eyes look better now than when we first saw each other, which was about five years ago when I went vegan. I went vegan about five and a half years ago. And he was shocked. He was like, your eyes look better. Your glaucoma is actually clearing 
up. And this is Dr. Vahidi in Winter Park, Florida. And he asked me what I was doing because he didn't think it was possible to reverse glaucoma even on a small scale. So I went vegan and his eyes got really big, jaw hit the ground practically. And he says, well, keep it up, it's working. My heart doctor says that my heart is the strongest it's been in years. Diabetes is getting better and better every day. Along with the weight loss, gain some muscle, energy, sleeping better, feel better. And, and like 99% of the time, I'm in some kind of a positive frame of mind. The depression, the anxiety, and the stress are melting away, along with the fat, all due to veganism. So anyone who is thinking about going vegan, do it. If you have to go vegetarian first because you need to take steps, hey, as long as you're moving in the right direction, I applaud your efforts. For those of you who are vegan, but you don't understand all the wonderful benefits, I hope this helps spread the word. We need to get more people on board because it is getting ridiculous. The last time I went to the hospital was about, oh, I don't know, I said about three weeks ago, get some blood work done and they're, they're adding on to the hospital again. Hospitals are getting to the point where they are bigger than college campuses. That's not good. That That is not good. The hospitals keep growing and growing. And not only are the hospitals growing, but they're building more hospitals. And there's more clinics. You can't keep up. We don't have enough doctors. We don't have enough nurses. This is a sign that what we are doing is not working and vegans only make up one to one and a half percent of the population of not just the United States but the world we only make about one to 1.5 percent of the population vegetarians outnumber vegans greatly and that helps significantly but the world mostly is hey I want to eat some form of meat at least once or twice a day every day it's not just killing the individual it's killing the planet just look at the news put two and two together you see it equals four okay we either rise up together or we fall together none of us is as good as all of us so please take that into consideration thank you so very much for listening to this i appreciate every last one of you you guys are awesome this is that vegan jedi and i am done for tonight thank you very very much i look forward to doing this again in the next couple of days i know i have been inconsistent i do apologize but that is changing thank you for giving me the opportunity have a great one